Have a podcast idea and need a place to host it? Click on the Blueberry link at startbuttonreview.com for one month of free podcast hosting with promo code SBR-HOSTS. That's SBR-HOSTS. What's going on, Bud Mashes? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kenny Duvall. And welcome to episode 103 of SBR Reports. Shade, Switch, and Harassment. Because... What would, what would life online be like if we weren't constantly harassed about different opinions? <sighs> anyway, let's, let's, let's get this ball going. <laughs> All right, so first we get to start off with Hideo Kojima himself throwing shade at Battle Royale games. As, <laughs> as but see, the thing is, he didn't throw shade. He threw a tree. Okay, <laughs> well, okay, now, I'm not going to lie, when you... so. On comicbook.com, there is an article that simply talks about what Hideo Kojima mentioned about Battle Royale games, and it is as such. The easiest way to make money where everyone is on an island trying... The easiest way to make money is to make a game where everybody is on an island trying to shoot each other. I don't want to make that. (laughs) And then then apparently there was a big applause, which, not gonna lie, really sounds like something from R that happened. Like, oh yeah, someone didn't like Undertale, so I screamed Megalovania at them, and then everyone cheered. Like, that's kind of what I originally... everybody clapped. Right? Like, that's originally what I thought of when I saw this, but I'm like, okay, I understand his point. Then again, I don't really know if you can have a Battle Royale game with Metal Gear in it or to have a very strange convoluted plot because as much as I respect Hideo Kojima his plots are very convoluted and and but we love convoluted plots and ass (laughs) tell me I'm wrong I'm not going to I'm just oh what that's still a staple what a what a doing cartwheels naked (laughs) he did cartwheels naked Man, speaking of being naked... Okay, wait, hold on. There is no 100% boom, boom nudity. Until you add a patch. Until there is a patch. All right, so um, I'm sure, Button Mashers, you would all love to know what was one of Steam's top-selling titles last month. And um, uh, uh, what was it, Bloodstained? Rituals of the Night, that was good, and um, <clears throat> Koi Katsu Party. It's an anime game where you can build a waifu to your exact specifications, and waifu is gender neutral. You can build men and you can build women to your exact specifications, your exact sexual preference, your exact whatever you want. Now. As of late, Valve has been lenient on those sort of games as long as it's not um, overtly rude. And this game sure is sugar ain't. It's uh, it's something that I might have to partake in. But let's just go into what the story itself describes the game. <clears throat> Shape, size, position, contours, dimensions, customize them all. Want pointy elf ears? Easy. Want to change the color of just one eye? Piece of cake. You have the ability to make a character for any type of setting you can imagine. Choose from a wide variety of different hairstyles, and even better, you can select different hair hair sections and adjust them individually for ultimate customizability. 
sculpt every curve with settings both generic, general, and specific. Breast, hips, arms, bust, legs. Seriously, we've got options to adjust pretty much anything you can dream of. But wait, there's more! <laughs> Why not give your character purple skin or add in cool shadows or even change the color of her outline? We support all sorts of coloring scheme and light options. I mean, this is anime we're talking about. The sky's the limit. Oh. My. Goodness. So, this essentially is a... Uh... It's a very high quality, very detailed uh, H-game. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. that that's it. That's yeah. that's that's pretty and much I know, it. And I know people are worried that sex games are gonna like, you know, take over Steam, but they still make it really hard for you to find them unless you're actually looking for them. Yeah, it's not something that they're gonna put right there. Like this the only reason that this is at the top is because people bought it and liked it and reviewed it. And told their friends to download it. But Mr. Gamer's not gonna download it, right? Straightening your beard because you're a holy man. <laughs> you're a holy man, right, Mr. Gamer? So there was some <laughs> interesting reviews about this video game. One of them was my friends don't talk to me anymore. A lifetime of playing horrendous, unpolished H flash games on new grounds. Years of playing of play, playing playing overpriced H shovelware on Steam. Hours wasted trying to install Honey Select. It has led up all to this. Porn games are finally good. Now, here's something that I do want to... There's something that I do want to bring up. And as always, I'm pretty sure this isn't, a, uh, isn't anything new. We are sex positive here at SBR. Oh, very much so. So one, here's something that I want to pose to Miss Duvall. What up, though? So... This game, mm -hmm. you can basically make and customize whomever it is that you basically want to have sex with, right? Yep. The main goal of this game is sex. Uh-huh. Lots of people have reviewed it as such. It's, it's called a porn game, an H game, what have you, right? Uh-huh. I would like to play devil's advocate a little bit. Oh, Lord. This game seems to be okay among the people who've played it. It is obviously okay to Steam. It is making them money. It doesn't go against any sort of guidelines. Why is this game completely fine, but a game like Dead or Alive is not? Where you have those characters who I think we can both agree are highly sexualized, boob, jiggle physics, what have you, and that is not okay yet this game where you can customize as the store description says shape size position contours and dimensions so, is okay so i can tell you right now dead of live is this soft core porn but it's also not sold as porn it's sold as a fighting game so it's going to be given to a wide variety of people and it's not going to have the same ratings as this one, because this says exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the issues a lot of, I'm just going to say it, parents have with games with Dead of Alive. 
or you 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 get the game expecting one thing and it turns out to be something completely different and unfortunately that completely different thing just so happens to be oh softcore porn as you say yeah pretty much okay like honestly there's nothing wrong with either games it's just that people are gonna one is available to a wider uh audience versus one that's hidden behind age restrictions and things like that like that's typically the main argument i hear from parents what makes sense Mm -hmm. um Jiggle effects might corrupt little Timmy's mind. I don't fucking know. I'm not a child psychologist. I know there have been studies on why we need to keep pornography away from kids until they're old enough to understand it, which I 1,000% agree with, honestly. As do do I. And this is why we wear questionable clothing after hours at conventions. That's why after hours at conventions exist. If your kid's not in bed by time 8 o'clock hits, it's on you. (laughs) I did my job. I mean that, you know, that and getting carded that, that that exists for a reason too. Yeah, so but you know, but I'm I'm glad I asked you cuz that that actually does make a lot of sense. This game right off the bat is like make sex with whoever it is you want to have sex with. Create them exactly the way you want versus I mean, It's pretty much to build a whole simulator like <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> it's like it's this one step um below where people are now customizing to get their ai sex dolls or whatever <clears throat> i mean that's a thing it is a and thing if you're under the age of 18 listen to this um don't do drugs don't do drugs drugs are bad drugs are bad um wait until you're actually 18 to look at some of the shit you might be, think you're into birds and the bees talk yeah wow. Don't get adults arrested. <laughs> oh, speaking of arrests and warrants and lawsuits. Oh, no. Because it seems as if sometimes these we... segues, though. Man, these amazing segues. <laughs> <laughs> Not like we didn't plan or anything. Nope. <laughs> so, it turns out that we give a lot of credit to Nintendo here at SBR Reports, but they are not without fault. And one of these faults happens to be the drifting defect over their Joy-Cons. And now, the plaintiff on the case, Ryan Davis, who reported that in 2017, he purchased a Switch and found that the Joy-Con was drifting after 11 months. Now, the update on, I believe it was the 23rd of July, 2019... Um, A spokesperson for Nintendo said, At Nintendo, we take great pride in creating quality products and are continuously making improvements to them. We are aware of recent reports that some Joy-Con controllers are not responding correctly. We want our consumers to have fun with Nintendo Switch. And if anything falls short of this goal, we encourage them to visit support.nintendo.com so that we can help. So essentially what they're saying is, Hey, So, we really want you to love this console. Like, we really, really, really want you to love this console. And that means replacing things when we really fuck up. And, uh, yeah, this is definitely a fuck up. Nintendo, do better. God, being a fangirl is hard when you fuck up. It's hard. Right? Like, Miss Duvall, are we we Nintendo stands? 
I mean, I am. You, 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 oh, you do what you do. Hmm. See, I'm being good. I'm not making that pass. <laughs> though, um, though about that one Switch console that you... So this isn't in our Kendall, stop. So this isn't in this isn't in the um Oh wait, no, it is. Haha. There it is. So Nintendo revealed a gorgeous new nin- Disney themed Switch. And I'm just like, okay, I read that title and I'm like, alright, are we gonna get like some princess consoles? Like what 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 could we possibly be getting? Because I know that they did something like that with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch. And we looked at the picture and <laughs> it's not fair. And according to Miss Duvall, it's not fair. Cries in bills. <laughs> Cries in bills. So we already know. So, if you don't already know, Nintendo has released an update that's supposed to improve the battery life of the Nintendo Switch, which is interesting. I don't know why you don't why you wouldn't want to, you know, throw that out there in the beginning, but it's nice to know that they're still invested in this hardware where two two years? Two holy crap. Yeah, two years after it. So, yeah, this is this is great, but now and in addition with Disney's Zoom Zoom Fest Yes, Zoom Zooms. There is now a special, and this isn't a sticker. This is a completely new console. Look at the Joy-Cons. Oh my goodness. I wonder if you could just get the Joy-Cons. Oh God, if I could, I would be so happy. Like just, you could just get the Joy-Cons. Because they're so, this is exactly the color scheme I wanted. This is what I wanted out the gate from Nintendo. Purple and pink. My two favorite colors on a black fucking tablet. Oh my god. 16 year old me is squeeing and I want it, damn it. So, <laughs> so the I'm game, so unfortunately the newer, longer lasting model is exclusive to Japan, but it is available for pre-order if you want to import it. We still trying to figure out whether or not that specific console is going to be available to the West, but some of the new Joy-Con colors will be coming soon. Blue with neon yellow and purple with neon orange. So it's coming, but unfortunately that console specifically is available right now in Japan, but I know plenty of people who import stuff because unfortunately we just gotta we just have to wait for things like that which sucks but you know it happens and we do have one more bit of excuse me one more bit of nintendo news for us to get into so nintendo uh, are you are you okay going back to hating nintendo now <sighs> i want it so the one thing that Nintendo apparently, uh, according to Doug Bowser, has been trying to do is compete with streaming. PS4 has PlayStation Now. Um, Xbox has Game Pass. Like they're 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 trying to compete with streaming services. And if I'm not mistaken, I do believe that it's been rumored that Netflix is trying to throw its hat into the ring, which is strange. I I don't know why, but I actually know a few people are leaving. I know a few people were leaving Netflix just because. What was it? Was it Friends or basically some big TV series was leaving Netflix? 
Uh, oh, uh, The Office. Thank you, The Office. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, but right now, essentially what Nintendo's response to streaming is um, to keep doing exactly what they've been doing. <laughs> I mean, high key. <laughs> like, yeah, we're just going to keep doing it. That's ex- a troll answer. I mean, <laughs> the thing is... I don't understand why no one else, why anyone would be surprised by that. That's how they've all, they've, they've held it close to their chest. They will maybe tease, like, there's been a lot, and I mean a lot of teasing with Pokemon. There was a lot of teasing with Breath of the Wild. There's been a lot of teasing, there was a lot of teasing with Smash Ultimate, but it's always been played close to the chest. And Doug Bowser, apparently, it's so weird to say that unironically. Bowser. Bow is it, oh my goodness. Yes. So Bowser, according to the article on Fortune.com, is completely unworried about this. The Switch delivers on the promise, on the promises of streaming. It's a device where you could play anywhere, anytime, with anyone. And uh there's no lie detected. Like, seriously. Normally, I'd want to be like, well, but no, like they even made they even made a smaller console. Interestingly enough, I can't wait to see the Black Friday deals on that. I know. I'm glad I don't work in that type of retail setting anymore. Because those things I those things are just going to those things. I I, my prediction. If they don't fly September come Black Friday, someone's going to die. Like (gasps) someone's going to die. Because think because. As if if I were a parent, it's like, okay, so I'm gonna buy you this console that is essentially three pieces. It's two, it's two Joy-Cons and then that middle bit. Or, or I can just get you that one thing and it's all lumped in one. You know, the Swiss Lite is gonna be perfect for, you know, toddlers and little kids who break things quite easily, especially given how crap the Joy-Cons can be. God pray for I just feel so sorry for retail workers. And like and, and and here's the other thing too. What I want you to do is I want you to think about the titles that we know are gonna be coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Pokemans. And Animal Crossing. Yeah, Black Friday would be the most be the prime time for a lot of people to up their switches, to get their switches before Animal Crossing comes out, but that if they don't announce a pre order bundle but yeah. here, but here's what I'm thinking about. We know that Animal Crossing is going to have local multiplayer. Oh God! We yes. know that it's going to have local multiplayer. Uh huh. But here's something I want you to think about. Do you need to have Do you need to have separate Joy Cons, or can someone just connect their controller? Um, from what they've shown us so far, it looks like they're separate Joy Cons right now. Okay, with Animal Crossing though. That we're talking about Animal Crossing, hold on, so that's hold on. what I'm no, no, saying. No, 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 no. But here's the thing: I want you to think about too. You don't need separate Joy Cons for Pokemon. Well, obviously. Which means that Pokemon would be wonderful on the Switch Lite. So if they just happen to have a bundle on the Switch Lite for you to have a special themed Sword or Shield version. I mean, that Sword and Shield Switch Lite. A uh, bundle thing is ugly. Yeah. Um, it, okay. Well, you it's, you care significantly more about the aesthetics we were than talking, I do. We were talking about Animal Crossing, so I was talking about like you well, know. The- well, yes. No. No. And and I agree with you, but I'm thinking about how many games do not require for you to detach 
the Joy Cons in order to play. That thing is ugly. You just want your Zoom Zoom. That's just what you want. I do. I do. All right. So, we are actually going to be covering something that we covered. Man, how many? Was it? Was it over a year ago? Yeah. Something that we covered over a year ago. And this was with PUBG versus Fortnite. Now, um, hopefully, longtime listeners of this will have remembered that there was a really big lawsuit between um, Bluehost. Was it Blue? I don't think it was Bluehost. Blue something. I, I, I can't immediately remember the name. But basically, it was between PUBG and, Fort, and um, Fortnite, where basically... PUBG wanted to sue Epic Games for Fortnite because it was so similar to PUBG, though PUBG was made on the Unreal Engine. So it was just kind of like, so how exactly are you going to, how, how's that going to, what, how's that going to work? But now it really seems as if, well, everybody's, everybody's fine. Everybody's happy. So according to Brian Corrigan, PUBG Corp's studio director, he told PC Games and people have this idea that there's some animosity or something with Epic, but they're one of our best partners. We talk to them all the time. Yeah, because he used their engine. Like, <laughs> what? Like, so they had a case against them in 2017 and that case was dropped. Oh, it was Blue Hole. I'm thinking Blue Host is a... A hosting service. I don't know why that just kept stuck in my head. But yes, it was Blue Hole, which is PUBG's parent company. And I guess now everything's hunky-dory now that the lawsuit, now that the case was dropped. Because I guess PUBG realized that, oh yeah, we're not going to win this. Pretty it, much. This, it, like, uh, like, let me just call Chief. Is this it? No, he said no. You hate to see it happen. Meh. I mean, oops, <laughs> there was really, yeah, come on, not to mention PUBG costs money, Fortnite is free, PUBG is still buggy, Fortnite, you can't get away from it, like, I was having a conversation with, uh, with a friend of mine, I'm waiting for there to be a Fortnite cartoon, Something like that. Something to just sell more Fortnite stuff. I mean, weren't we walking through Target and we saw an encyclopedia of Fortnite? Yeah. Because why not? Because money. But let's get into the main topic of the podcast, which is uh, something that the Anti-Defamation League has done, which is a study that shows... Now, now let me also preface this with, depending on where you're going to read this, you're going to see different percentages. From the articles that we have on our website, we found that CNET says that 65% of people, uh, online gamers, face threats, harassments. Though on Kotaku, you'll see that number bump up to 74. Yeah, on the headlines, because in the thing, in both the articles, it is more than 70% on each one, on both, so... I think it's just a headline thing. Yeah, so, you know, just want to make sure to put that out there. So, anyway, y'all, let's have a chat. Oh, boy. <sighs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, according to the Anti-Defamation League Center on Technology and Society, they have found that more than 70% of online gamers have experienced some form of harassment. According to the ADL CEO, Jonathan Greenblatt, 
Online hate causes real harm. Every time someone in an online multiplayer game physically threatens or harasses another player repeatedly because of who they are or what they believe, that experience doesn't just end for that individual when the game is over. And pause. And before, before the whole I am rubber, you are glue thing. Yeah, we're leaving that back in middle school where it belongs. Because it's a lie. Words have meaning. That's why they say that the pen is mightier than the sword. Okay, continue. Woo, okay. Ooh, yep, so, like, yep, nip it down in the bud before right. I, because I already feel y'all tippity-tapping. So, a pair, according to the ADL survey, there were five games that players reported the most for harassment. The first one, which actually surprised me because I just don't know much about this game, was Dota 2. Second was Counter-Strike Global Offensive, or CSGO, which was 75%. Dota 2 was at 79%. Uh, PUBG, or Player Unknown Battlegrounds, at 75%. Overwatch, at 75%. And League of Legends, which was also at 75%. Excuse me. <clears throat> okay. Uh, the ADL worked with data analytics firm NewZoo to survey 1,045 adult age, adults ages between 18 and 45 mm -hmm. who played games across PC, console, and mobile platforms. The surveys were conducted between April 19th and May 1st. Now, here's something that... Now, here's going to be my uh, my little take on this. I don't care who you are. I don't care how good or how bad you are at the game. There's just no reason to harass someone online about it. It's 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 literally just a game. Like, Even if it's for money, it's still just a game. Like, seriously, I get that game. Games are supposed to be fun. I get if you're playing with your friends and you guys, like, you know, say mean jokes and stuff. Hell, I say mean things to Mr. Gamer all the time. And Mr. Yeah. Gamer says mean things to me, especially when we're playing Mario Kart off the camera because they can get pretty fucked up actually. yeah it could get pretty bad he's mean to me <laughs> not all the time uh but for you to then say i'm gonna take this personality trait that i think makes me a good person or a cool edgy person and harass ever people like come on son in 18 to 45 years old by the time you hit 45 you too damn grown i can give a pass to 18 year olds because you're a fresh, little a little pass because you're fresh out of high school you don't know better yet. You don't know that the world will bitch slap you if you say some rude ass shit. Now, on one hand, I was thinking, like literally, as Mr. Duvall was saying that, I was thinking, well, some of these people try to say some of these things in real life to someone. Given the current climate of our society, I would actually say yes. But what I also want people to realize is that there are consequences for your actions. And just because you say what's on your mind doesn't mean the other person has to like it and i understand free speech say you can say whatever it is you want and i'm and i'm and i'm i i 100 back it but realize that your words can possibly have repercussions it's literally just because you have free speech does not negate the other person's free speech for telling you what you said is harmful, is hurtful, and quite honestly, trash. Like, you're free to your opinions. That person is also free to their opinion. And I think that's the thing, because I just, I'll tell you about that later, but it oh, was a whole hurt. argument. Oh, um, And it's like, you do not 
get to claim free speech. And I see this all the time, especially on hot button topics, just because of what the person said, whatever someone said that they disagree with you. That person also has the right to block you from their page or from their game or from wherever the hell you're messing with them at if they feel like you are becoming volatile. Point blank, period. You can do the same because guess what? Their mental health is important just as much as your mental health is important. And you should probably care about yourself enough to know when to back down and say, you know what? I don't have to talk to this person. I don't have to be an asshole. Like Mr. Rogers told us not to be assholes. Can we stop disappointing him? We are not being that we are not being the neighbor that Mr. Rogers wanted us to be. And his whole movie's coming out. Y'all are disappointing him. Oh, Tom Hanks. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. This is too wholesome. Yeah. No, we are the exact opposite of what we grew up on. Because, at least in America, a lot of us grew up on PBS. So. By the way, please support your PBS stations. I'm sorry. I want to attack Man. One, this study isn't surprising. This is literally water is wet. Yeah. We've been covering shit like this since the conception of this uh, SBR reports. That is, that is true. And one thing that I do want, okay, and mind you, this is just me. I like how even a little bit more detailed that they get with this because fifty, according to the R, according to the study, fifty three percent of the users that were uh, targeted were targeted on their race, religion, ability, gender, sexual orientation, or ethnicity. And then nearly 30% of those reported that they were being doxxed. And if you don't know what that means, it means having their contact or personal information public online. Which is illegal. Which is under no circumstances is okay. Like, literally, there is never... Never. I feel like we a good really reason. become parents at this point. Well, it's kind. Of, it, it's it needs to be said though because it's really important. That's just not okay. Like there's a list of things that are okay, and then there's this, which is somewhere out in the fucking stratosphere. But anyway, we need to stop getting on tangents. We need. To, I hope oh, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? We're going to add this in because doxing leads to swatting. And if I ever catch anybody I know oh. doing that, they're getting their ass beat, point blank, period. And then I'm going to call the cops on them. So, yeah, what have we learned? Um, be the neighbor that Mr. Rogers wants you to be. Uh, Stop being assholes online, y'all. Come on. Uh, birds and the bees talk. Uh, drugs are bad. And um, I do believe with that, this is Mr. Gamer. And this is Kitty Naval. Signing off.